0: Three, two,
1: one, go. Oh, that this too-solid flesh would melt, thaw, and resolve itself into a dew, or that the Everlasting had not fixed his cannon did self-slaughter. Oh God, oh God, how weary stale flat and unprofitable. Seem to me all the uses of this world. Fie unks, oh fie, tis an unweeded garden that grows to seed. Things rank and gross in nature, possesses it merely. That this, it should come to this But two months dead Nay, not so much, not two So excellent a king That was to this How I much more of this is time. there? <laughs> a solid paragraph, Pepper Jesus a solid paragraph So loving to my mother That he might not The the wines of heaven Visit her face too roughly Heaven and earth must I remember Why, she would hang on him as if I increased appetite had grown. But what it fed on, and yet within a month, let me not think on it. Frightfully, thy name is woman. A little month, for ere those shoes were old, with which she followed my forefather's body. Like Niobe, all tears, why she, even she, O oh God, a beast that wants discourse of reason, would have mourned longer, married with mine uncle, my father's brother but no more like my father than I to Hercules within a month. You see, Here yet. this is what
0: happens when you let people like Mark Simmons <laughs> give you money to sponsor your podcast. You have to read Shakespeare at the beginning. Please, nobody go anywhere. Just suffer for a moment. Please continue.
1: I'm almost done. I'm almost okay. done. Tears had left the flushing in her galled eyes. She married almost wicked speed to the post with such dexterity to incestuous sheets. It is not nor it cannot come to good, but prick my heart, for I must hold my tongue.
0: <laughs> you You're done? watching
1: open micers.
0: Are you done? Can I play the music now? Yes. Jesus. Yeah, play the
1: fucking music. Oh my god.
0: Welcome to another episode of the Open Micers Podcast. My name is Jason Robbins.
1: I'm Kenneth fucking Branagh.
0: <laughs> okay. We have a guest that kind of looks like Kenneth Branagh on the, uh, the mic right now, on the camera.
1: Yeah. Like Kenneth <laughs> Branagh if he was like super redneck and gets sunburnt riding in the car. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Please welcome Pepper Goins to the podcast, everybody.
0: What's up, Pepper? Uh-oh, we can't hear him now for some reason. What happened? Uh-oh. I think he got drunk and and turned off something. <laughs> it was working just fine a minute ago.
1: Yep, yeah, that's how it goes. That's always welcome how to it. open mikers. Welcome
0: to open mikers. Shout out to Rampage up in the chat room right now. What happened, man? I don't know what happened.
1: It doesn't look like he's muted, so do you need to change our area to central uh, or something like let that? Let
0: me try that, yeah.
1: Aw.
2: Oh. Oh, damn it.
0: All right, we just, it, yeah, we're in central. Yep, there he is. Now I hear you. Oh, I'm back now? Yeah, you're back. Yeah. What the fuck? I think I had to change this to central because for some reason uh, the time zone I had, we were in in Discord crapped out wow that was fun hi
2: pepper <laughs> oh man you guys missed a, a shit ton of jokes i was making nice <laughs>
0: that's, that's <laughs> par for the course here at, at the open yeah. podcast
2: i was like i was like uh mark simmons found a way to ruin a podcast that he's not even on
0: <laughs> yeah exactly like I, <laughs> yeah. you know i mean i like having money <laughs> to to pay the server costs and everything and get the yeah. stuff we need but Mark, come on, man! (laughs) Come on, Mark! (laughs) Really? I'm not. I'm not saying that I wouldn't do the exact same thing. I probably would have just made a little bit more graphic. This is what happens when your friends are assholes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, look, I'll admit it. Okay, it was maybe fifty percent Mark and fifty percent me because I had the chance to say no.
0: Yeah, yeah. But
1: I was also like, dude, this is too fucking funny to just not. Yeah. Read reads Shakespeare on a fucking podcast.
0: So Pepper, I want to ask I you. Would, I want. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. no, no I was gonna no, ask you. Are you a like Van Halen fan? Sure. Yeah. Um, Who's not? I, well, I would figured you might get a kick out of this because I, I haven't uh, brought this up on the show or anything. I got the greatest app the other day on my phone, and I figured you would appreciate this. This is the best 99 cents I've ever spent on an app. Now check this out. I got the da- I got the David Lee Roth app on my phone.
1: It's the greatest
0: thing. Check it out. Look. God damn it, baby, no, I ain't to you. I'm only gonna
2: tell you one time ah, yeah. <laughs> And that's like old David Lee Roth yeah. too, you can tell. Damn. Nine- Is there a Sammy Hagar app? Because I'd buy the shit out of that. I
0: don't know. Let me see. I'll look it up on the app store. You you guys talk amongst yourselves while I check the app store because this (laughs)
2: this is the greatest thing. Are you more more into uh, uh, Van Halen or Van Hagar?
0: Honestly, I feel like they're two separate uh, entities, like two separate bands. I like them both for different reasons, Uh, you know, because David Lee Roth era was more like, you know, they were the party band. Um, yeah. you know, like like let's you know let's get some beer and go hang out at the beach and party. And then with Sammy, they were more like they were more kind of middle aged and writing love songs and things like that. So it's it's two separate eras. I don't, I, you know, I prefer the David Lee Roth era, but there, I, I honestly think some of the better songwriting, actual songwriting, was with Sammy Hagar. But like I said, I agree. I, I, I I do like the the Roth era better.
2: My favorite Van Halen song uh, across the board is actually "Right Now."
0: Yeah, with uh, Van Hagar.
2: Right now, I mean, hey, tomorrow.
0: Yes, yeah, I mean it's arguably Admiral. one of the best songs they ever wrote. It's everything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like people shit on Van Hagar, but like, I don't, I don't see the difference. Honestly, it's just a different fucking singer, man.
0: Yeah, it's like it's a whole it's different thing. guys. It's a different vibe for sure. And I don't know if you listened to the uh, the 2013 uh, Van Halen album with uh, David Lee Roth came back, and they did uh,
1: absolutely not. No. It's
0: called a different kind of truth. It's a really good album. I've been rocking it lately. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, go, go check it out. It's
2: great. <laughs> Do they still have uh, Michael? Uh, fuck, what's their bass player name? Michael, Michael- Anthony. Anthony. Michael Anthony. Yeah.
0: No, it's... He's uh, still it's, playing? No, Wolfgang. Eddie, Eddie's son is playing oh, bass for him. Oh,
2: shit. I forgot about that. So um, I think it was whatever uh, David Lee Roth came back. They did a tour, and their opening band was Bring Me the Horizon right before they started sucking. Yeah. So this was like first album, Bring Me the Horizon, where it was like very heavy shit, that's and a, I really wanted to go see him.
0: That's an odd pairing. Uh, you know, I saw... yeah. Van Halen uh, on the For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge tour back when I was a youngin uh, in ninety two I think they played the Coliseum and Allison Chains opened up for him before Ooh. anybody knew who Allison Chains was. And holy crap, they were one. so much heavier than Van Halen. You know, it's like yeah, it's a weird combination, but it worked. I've unintentionally
2: yeah. seen Three Doors Down more than any other band. On the planet i think i mean other than like local bands yeah uh, yeah for so some reasons, yeah
0: <laughs> yeah
2: it, it was never my intention because i don't i don't care
0: or i don't like three doors down i don't i don't give a shit yeah, about them I, at all
1: neither does jason yeah.
0: <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah i didn't intentionally watch three doors down all the time i don't i don't think but they anybody... <laughs> used to go on tour with sean
2: down all the time yeah. and I, I fuck with
0: sean down Well, the thing is, we were supposed to go on tour back when I was in fall as well. We were supposed to go on tour with Shinedown when Shinedown first broke big with uh, Simple Man, and for some reason, that fell through, and I don't know why it fell through, but that would have been a cool tour to go on. They are, uh, the Shinedown guys are like
2: really cool guys. I know uh, some people that are friends uh, with the drummer and I think the guitar player, (sniffs) And they're just, like, really decent people.
0: Yeah. Great family-oriented people. Do you remember, um, they did play here, it was around that time when uh, Three Doors Down used to do, um, what was their charity, the Better Life Foundation? They did this big uh, charity event at the Grand Casino back in, like, 2003 or four, whenever that was. And um, Shine Down played there, and uh, we got to meet them and everything. And that was around the time we were in talks with them to go on tour, and uh, that was pretty cool, just to kind of just go hang out. And it wasn't like I don't know if it was like an open thing. It might have had to been like you know if you were if you had donated to the Extra Life thing, you got invited to go to it. There was like a silent auction for like all kind of different memorabilia and stuff. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Um,
2: that's like way before I came. I came down here in 2012. I'm originally from Columbus, Georgia. Oh. The home of, uh, uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, uh, pro wrestling guy. Janetti. Oh. oh, Marty Janetti. A Ma- oh, home Dude, of Marty Janetti. Speaking
0: uh, of Marty Janetti, did you see that he I just kind of casually admitted that he murdered a man? Like, a, what, yeah. a week
2: or two ago? So... Casually admitted that he murdered a man behind Victory Lanes, which is on Victory (laughs) Drive in Columbus, Georgia. Claimed that he dumped the body in the Chattahoochee River, which is a very plausible story. (laughs) The Chattahoochee River is lousy with dead bodies.
0: Crazy. I know
2: this for a fact.
0: See, my... (laughs) My buddy uh, Joey Image knows him pretty well because uh, I think he must live up near Jersey now because uh, he, he knows Marty Janetti and he's uh, he's a, uh, a ex wrestler himself. So he kind of runs in those circles and he never he failed to mention that Marty Janetti was a murderer. So I don't think if he knew it either. But well, and he also <laughs> said in the in the same post it was like
2: it was the first time that I made him yeah. disappear. How yeah. many murders <laughs> have you committed? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Marty, go off, King.
0: And then he like went you're on fucking... this whole like you know anti gay diatribe. Like he killed the dude because the dude tried to to like get like rape him or something behind the store. Yeah. Like what is this story? Like, yeah, I, um, I don't know if you've uh, if you're
2: familiar with his Facebook, but he is oh man. A few years ago, he he did like a Facebook live and. Have you ever seen in like movies when like somebody does a bunch of cocaine and then they have cocaine all over their face? Yeah. Like it's just so much that it's comical. Yeah. So he did that in, but he was like for real. He was in a hotel room. There's like cocaine openly on the table. He's got like cocaine on his nose and shit. And he is, he's doing a Facebook Live trying to get his daughter to call him. Wow. He's like, he's like, baby, I, I, I just need, I need you to call me. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't been able to talk to you for a couple months. You know, I know, I know everything's been kind of crazy, but you know, I, I, I'm, I'm getting my life together, figuring stuff out right now. He's just like, you know, on cocaine, but um, yeah, he's a wild dude. <laughs> he used to do uh, aut- like autograph signings at uh the comic book store in Columbus, oh, yeah? and that's the only reason I knew that he existed was wow. because he would, he would do those, and I would hear. People, you know, talk about him. I I don't watch wrestling at all, so I have no, my co-host Thomas has told me that he was part of a tag team. Yeah, the Rockers. The other guy that he was, yeah, the other guy that he was in a tag team with became like one of the biggest wrestlers in the world and he just kind of fell by the wayside.
0: Yeah, and he, like Shawn Michaels, you know, ascended to superstardom and Marty Jannetty just kind of, I don't know, when that tag team duo broke up, he just kind of went into obscurity and I guess that must have fucked him up. So, yeah. I don't know. They might have yeah. broke up when he fucking killed that guy. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Well, he <laughs> said. Well,
2: the other the other thing, if you do the math, he said it was 1973. He was born in 1960. He was 13 years old the first what? time he tasted blood.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ! I wonder how <laughs> old he was the first time he tasted cocaine.
0: 13 and a half, probably.
1: <laughs> probably well, or 12 and a half. And wasn't that just...
0: he, wasn't he trying to buy? Uh,
2: yeah, drugs he was trying to guy? buy columbus georgia mexican brick dirt weed
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's literally just weeds out of someone's garden that's that's... everybody
2: in columbus georgia knows the the weed that i'm talking about you get it and like it almost comes in like cubes because it's so like tightly compacted Uh and there's so much like plant material that's not like smokable in it (laughs) so you'll get dude like i've i've pulled sticks out that were no joke, like almost the diameter of a pencil. Jesus, yeah. And I mean, the amount of seeds—I mean, you could <laughs> just like create your own crop. But you could get like a softball-sized bag of weed for like a hundred bucks.
0: Damn, was it like forty percent grass clippings or or something? Yeah, it's it was bad. Yeah, that's awful. Stay away from yep. Georgia. I think the the I think the moral of this story is stay away from Georgia. That's, that's, Columbus, Georgia
2: specifically. Atlanta's fine.
0: <laughs> oh, I've been to Atlanta a few times. I'm not a fan of Atlanta at all. Oh,
2: dude. I love Atlanta. No, you're, It's probably
0: just because you're racist. No, I just... Yeah, that I, would explain it. I'll tell you why I hate Atlanta. Driving <laughs> through it. Okay. You know, cause yeah, experience. it really...
1: That really makes the skinhead come out of Jason.
0: Dude. Yeah. <laughs> look, when we were on tour, I, you know, I had to drive the van you know this big 15 passenger sh- church van yep. uh with like eight other dudes in there plus a trailer trying to drive around what is the interstate that goes around and through the Atlanta? loop i'm i'm trying to find it right now it's not 285 it's um I'll get it in just a second. But, dude, I'm, like, white-knuckling it in this van trying to keep us alive, doing, like, 95, like, redlining the engine in this thing, doing 95 miles an hour. And people are just, like, passing me like I'm standing still. And it's like an eight-lane you know highway. It's 285. It's a 285 yeah. loop. I hated going through there every time we had to go. And now I just hate Atlanta. I don't even want to go near that place. See, I never take the bypass. I always take seventy-five or eighty-five and just go straight through. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, if you if you hit it in a fucked up, like you don't want to hit that uh, around five because it'll just be gridlocked because you got to go through the tunnel and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But and sometimes you'll uh, hit like airport traffic and shit like that. But if you catch it at the right time, like a good three o'clock in the afternoon, pew,
0: fucking hyperspeed. Oh yeah. Dude. Me and my brother went to a concert in Atlanta a few years ago to see Opeth. At um, yep. I don't, I forgot the name of the the place it was like in the front it looked like a bar and then you go in and like Um, out it's out back it's this big amphitheater i think that's it masquerade is like this big open amphitheater rest in peace masquerade and uh we were trying we were going there man the traffic we had to leave like it and my brother lives in birmingham and it's like what two and a half hours away we had to leave like five hours early just to get there because traffic's so bad because y'all had to get through there around five yeah yeah, like yeah, New Orleans it. has nothing on Atlanta traffic. Atlanta traffic is just the, the worst I've ever seen in my life. Other than Dallas, Dallas is pretty bad too.
2: Dallas is pretty bad, but Dallas at least they have they they like they have all those service roads. Yeah, <laughs> so you know you can kind of. But um, New Orleans, it's not as bad as Atlanta, but just the way the streets are laid out, the way the turning lanes are, and everything, yeah. if. If it's your first couple of times, it's pretty intimidating.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing I've always hated about New Orleans, but not now because I, I'm pretty acclimated to the city. And, you know, thank God for, uh, um, you know, GPS now. Like, that's helped me so much. But back yeah. in the day going there as a teenager, like, if you missed, the, like, the turn to get on to I-10, oh. you're fucked. You live like, in New Orleans Yeah, yeah you. you my, live I, live Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> I live here now. I live here now. We I remember Thank we went God to see God damn at
1: GPS since your lifetime Jason.
0: We got lost when we were coming home from the uh, the Tony Hawks boom boom Huck Jam at the Hell uh, Yeah, dude. We went it was at the the Smoothie well, it's the Smoothie King Center now. And um it was there and we missed the the turn to get on to the interstate. We ended up in Kenner in the middle Jesus, of the I night.
2: Don't, <laughs> I don't know where I don't know where that is, but that sounds like bum fuck.
0: Yeah, it is, dude. It's the middle of nowhere. We're just like, "Where the fuck?" we had man we left the arena at 10 o'clock and on a you know it takes what an hour hour and 15 minutes to get home from new orleans even if traffic's kind of bad we didn't get home till like four or five in the morning we were so freaking (laughs) lost i have a similar story uh so there's a venue
2: in atlanta i can't remember i think it's the tabernacle have you ever been to the tabernacle in atlanta
0: Tabernacle. I've uh, been to a the couple of places I've been to was the one place you mentioned. Uh, this place called the Dark, the Dark Horse. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Okay, and yeah, uh, there's another place, but I can't remember the name of it. So the Tabernacle is like
2: right. I think it's just north of Centennial Park, the uh, Olympic Park, wherever they had the big boom boom back in '96. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So that's on Lucky Street, which is fun. That's great. Yeah. So, uh, this is like right when GPS first came out. This is probably like two thousand five, two thousand four. We punched in the address Lucky Street into the GPS. We're riding down. It tells us to get off the interstate, and it, it's it's directing us on two eighty five towards East Atlanta. I don't know if you ever listen to rap music, but East Atlanta <laughs> isn't great. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so apparently, there's two Lucky Streets in Atlanta, and one of them is in East Atlanta and the other one is where it's supposed to be. So, we get off and like we're completely fucking lost. We're in a I'm with my stepdad who I fucking hate. So, we're just driving around. We have to like stop for directions like three or four times. Nobody knows where the fucking tabernacle is. So, we we and it's not like we can pull up a map and like be like, "Oh, what's well, right next to, you know, whatever, whatever." Let's yeah. ask if we can get to so, I mean, I think we got lost for about three fucking hours. And uh-huh. we just decided—we actually decided to say, fuck it, we'll just go to Atlanta. Like, we'll go downtown and walk around since yeah. we're not going to make the show anymore. <laughs> and we ended up kind of stumbling across it. But, yeah, uh, I'm glad that GPS technology has uh, progressed. But and-
0: see the bad and- thing about GPS better. back then, like the Garmins and the Tom When you first bought them, you're supposed to, uh, you know, hook them up to the Internet. So, you can download all the updated maps because there was no, like, you know, there was no updating the map in real time. So, if you got an old version of a map, you were completely screwed. I had that happen before. And, uh, Jacob has no, uh, getting lost stories because his mom, uh, drives him everywhere.
1: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. The only time (laughs) I've ever been lost is, uh, going to, Anniston, Alabama. Uh, and that's not even really a story. We just could, didn't have any fucking Wi-Fi because we were in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. I see you got a whole other 24-pack of Miller Lights there, Pepper.
2: Did <laughs> yeah, you already my drink the
1: first 24?
2: No, my wife just got back from the store, and um, she's a good lady, so she dropped them off for
0: me. That's awesome. Are they nice and cold, or are they warm? Did she get them off yeah, the shelf? Yeah, these are cold. Or? These oh, are straight good. out of the
2: cooler from the gas station. These other ones, I mean... They came right out of the refrigerator too. So I mean we're all good, man. Don't worry about me.
0: So how are things going over at the Rushmore Podcast?
2: Oh, yeah, that's what I was gonna talk to you guys about. Um yeah, they're good. They're great. Um so things are going extra good because last week I tested positive for COVID nineteen. Oh no. So but I have no symptoms at all. Mm-hmm. I was sick for like one day, got tested the next day, and then from then on I've had no symptoms. Uh, my, so we've been on quarantine lockdown for 10 to 14 days. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, before this, we were kicking around the idea of starting a Patreon and we're trying to figure out what to do with it. We're starting about talking about starting our own independent podcast just for the Patreon. And I mean, since I don't have anything to do, I just started doing that. So I've already recorded like fucking four or five episodes of our new Patreon show. I'm going to call it, uh... What what did we decide on? I think it's uh put some pep in your step <laughs> with with, put your put some pep in your step, a Rushmore Podcast affiliated podcast with host Pepper Goins. I think that's the official title. That's
0: an awesome title. And um Rolls <laughs> yeah. off the tongue.
2: Exactly. So um like this morning I recorded a podcast with uh a professor from the University of Sydney about uh their attempts and uh, ongoing labor to save the Australian drop bear. Oh, but drop bears aren't real. Huh? But drop bears aren't real. Well, see, that's one of the things he was talking about. Because there is a myth out there that drop bears aren't real, um, the attempts to save the drop bear has become (laughs) greatly hindered. So what you actually said is actually super fucked up. (laughs) <laughs> and you're one of the reasons why the drop bear is going to go extinct. So thanks for that.
0: <laughs> uh, well, tell him I'm sorry, and to send me a a, a, a can of um, uh, Vegemite. So, yeah. So I can. Have, I told.
2: Him, I want. I want to get some VB, dude. VB. Yeah, Victoria. It's like the Australian shit beer.
0: Really? I thought Foster's yeah. was the Australian shit beer.
2: No. Like they have Fosters in Australia, but it's like you know it's like one of those things, like nobody drinks it, yeah. it's like that's like for fucking stupid Americans. <laughs>
1: of I course. thought they just drank rubbing alcohol.
2: yeah, I mean for the most part their their uh alcohol prices are surprisingly high because when you think Australians, you think drunk idiots, right?
1: Yeah so <laughs> like <it's>, most Americans <laughs> you actually
2: yeah, you actually have to be doing pretty well to stay drunk in Australia. Huh. Maybe they better. should all yeah. regular beer. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, don't do that. They're fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, over but here, you fine. could get drunk for like $6 if you're doing it right.
2: Exactly. And over there, like a 12-pack a of like shitty, shitty beer would be like like probably $20, $25 American. Damn.
1: Jeez. Yeah. And Australian money is worth less than ours, so that's way more in Australia.
2: Yeah, apparently, I didn't know this, but uh, apparently their economy recently kind of took a dive, so it's like... Yeah, because everything's on fire. Yeah, that's not... Yeah, that that definitely doesn't help. What exactly do... What is their biggest
0: export besides, uh, you know, statuesque, beautiful actors and actresses? (laughs) And...
2: Huh. Well, let's uh let's look that up. We have we have Google. I I actually have no idea.
0: This is kind of interesting. I never really thought about it before. I don't really use any Australian products.
1: Yeah, all I know about is like certain Australian snacks, like fucking Tim Tams, <laughs> and oh boomerangs.
0: Yeah, boomerangs.
2: Wow, you guys are gonna be really uh, surprised by this. Uh-huh. This is exciting. Hold on, it's loading
0: up. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> we got a few how you guys list- been doing? we got a few listeners of the show in australia so this will be fun for them really yeah oh, do man. we actually yeah well we need to get an australian guest bro i've been yeah.
1: trying to get max mofo on the show but he won't answer my emails
2: <laughs> all right uh this is taking forever turn Wi-Fi off let's see that, oh here we go all right um all right uh GDP growth since 2000 from 2008 to 2018 15.7 percent that's pretty good Australia good good on you guys all right uh top exports of Australia does anybody want to take a wild guess
0: I'm gonna Banana. say lumber <laughs> just that's shot that's
2: weirdly close dude really that's weirdly close um top exports number one coal briquettes
0: oh and that's made out of ah. uh yeah it's yep. made out of wood. charcoal Excellent. briquettes
1: um well that they're fucked now yeah. <laughs> yep.
0: well they're just one step closer in the process <laughs> oh yeah,
1: I guess so. Just scoop it all up and yeah. send it over to us. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: that that accounts for fifty seven point two billion dollars. Jesus.
1: Oh wow. What's number That's two?
2: Number two is iron ore. Mm, okay. Hmm. That it, makes sense. If you if you ever see the desert, it's very red out there.
0: Yeah. Number um, is number, number three is Australia. Number three is Hemsworths. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> number three is uh, petroleum gas.
0: Okay.
1: Oh well, you'd think that would be a pretty big one. I guess they must not have a lot.
0: You know what's really crazy is when you look at the map of uh, Australia and you look at the populated areas and like yeah. just the the unpopulated areas. It's nuts that like ninety nine percent of that continent is just the 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 bush. <laughs> what yeah. they would call yeah. the bush. It's just wilderness and they wonder why everything's trying to kill them there because they're just outnumbered yeah,
1: yeah it's like yeah, 1970s mean, got, pussy over there
0: <laughs> i mean you got snakes
2: spiders drop bears sharks crocodiles
1: 1970s pussy <laughs> and yeah pussy from the 1970s for sure so the last
2: the last on this list is something that is uh makes up a small amount of their economy but it's surprising to me broadcasting equipment what <laughs> what the fuck I don't know
0: <laughs> well, like just... I mean, I
2: thought most of that was like German and American,
0: yeah, yeah, you know, I never really thought about that before, like where like do they mass produce like cameras and stuff,
1: you know what man I... there are, there's a fucking shitload of Australian youtubers who do really well for themselves. that's probably an a little, a little explanation. they probably have really good equipment and shit to just get into it,
2: maybe. It is, it is very surprising, like, um, the amount of celebrities that come out of Australia versus the actual population of Australia. Because mm-hmm. you realize, though, the entire population for the country is 20 million. It's actually less than California. And they're all gorgeous.
0: It it's like... Oh. Like, like Margot well, Robbie. I mean, it's like... Everybody's there. It's just like, you know... Tanned and tall and blonde yeah. and <laughs> It's a land of extremes. Because yeah. you you've seen Margot
2: Robbie, but have you seen Aileen Warnos? Who? No. Okay, she's an Australian serial killer. And she looks Ooh. like imagine the grossest woman you've ever seen in Mississippi <laughs> and just give <laughs> yeah. her give, give give her give her an accent like is or no, that's 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 British. Uh yeah, just just have her talk like trash where you could barely understand her and she's Oh, all right. Yeah,
1: Alien Wardos. Oh shit! Oh no! <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I like to That's refer proper... to I like to refer to the uh, the Gulf Coast here as the uh, the Australia of America because of all the, we, everything here is trying to kill us as well. Yeah, similar exports. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, um, similar so... weather, <laughs> probably.
2: Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll accept that, As, aside from the whole smoking hot ladies thing, for sure. I oh, mean, yeah. except for my
0: wife, obviously. Dude, just go hang out at the Walmart, yeah. man. You'll, the hotties everywhere, yeah. <laughs> especially at, No, I'm happily at married to a beautiful <laughs> Mississippi woman.
1: I saw a lady walking to Walmart one time with shit in her pants. Hell
0: <sighs> yeah, dude. Did you get another? <laughs> dude, I had an old lady <laughs> fart on me one night. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> this Did was, you go home with her? No. No, it was awful, because this was like... One of those nights where I had just started dating my ex-wife and we had been dating for this was the, her first birthday was was rolling around like the first birthday of us being together, and
2: oh, okay, I thought she was an infant.
0: No, no, like like we had been together and then her birthday rolled around <laughs> and this this was my <laughs> this was my first birthday like with her, like her birthday. Okay and thank you for explaining that it was the night before and and me being who i am i completely forgot about it so she went to bed at like 10 or whatever so i went i hauled ass i had just remembered at the last minute and hauled ass down to, to walmart to get uh, you know a card and maybe find like a cool dvd or something and i was in the card no section. wonder you're divorced yeah well you know <laughs>
1: cool dvd <laughs> yeah, well, yeah hey hey <laughs> I'm... Here's,
0: here's, uh, here's the darkest night or the dark night, whatever. <laughs> what can I say? I got something out the $5 bin. I mean, what can I say? I'm a hopeless romantic. Um, so I, I was in the, the card section. It's like 11 o'clock at night. Nobody's in there. I'm looking through their birthday cards and this old lady comes shuffling down the, the, the aisle. You know, she's like in a house coat and she's got her slippers on. And she comes walking down there, and she starts, like, getting in my way, looking at the cards and stuff. And I'm, like, trying to, like, you know, not get in her way. I'm still looking at cards. And all of a sudden, I hear. And she looks at me, and then I smelled it. It was, like, (laughs) it was, like, getting hit in the face with, like, uh, like it, it, it smelled like Death and shit. <laughs> it's like a, like a cat fart? Yeah. And it, I had to leave. I just, I, I was like, I can't, I almost vomited. And I, it, it was awful. Like, I'd never been farted on by an old lady. And it, and it followed me. It followed me for like three or four aisles. Like, I thought I was stained with it. Like, I was never going to, I thought I was going to have to buy some cans of tomato paste so I could take a bath. That fart <laughs> sounded like the, uh, the beginning part of Drop It Like It's Hot. Yeah. Ooh. it was so it was so bad it was over in the gulfport walmart too so like the super trashy walmart (laughs) they got all the fishing
2: stuff in there yeah (laughs) i had a lady farted on me next to the bait
0: (laughs) It smelled like she was eating bait, and that's what she farted all over me. It was like, it was one of them real bad greasy smells that just won't leave you. Like, I smelled it for like two days afterwards.
2: I used to have an ex-girlfriend that, uh, she thought it was super funny to like, like walk over to me, sit on my lap, and then fart. (laughs) Yeah? I mean, she she thought it was hilarious.
1: What's her number? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. she's the ba-
2: hey believe it or not she's available wow <laughs> oh really <Yeah. laughs> that's surprising but i mean yeah the I'll, I'll give it to her the first couple times it was pretty funny but like af- <laughs> after like the fifth time i'm just like gross
1: <laughs> yeah i, I remember uh the other week uh me and my girlfriend were laying in bed and we were we were laying butt to butt because it's i don't know she likes to lay butt to butt and I felt her fart on me and she thought I was asleep. And I just didn't I didn't even say anything. I was just like, Aw, she loves
2: me. You should have returned fire for sure. I
1: don't know. If I returned fire, I would have shit on
0: her. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the name of the game, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Preemptive strike, you know what I'm talking about? Oh man, Talk over could...
1: Vietnam, baby.
0: So did y'all want to do the top 5 or y'all want to just keep uh, uh chatting for the for the rest of the time? I got mine, man. All right. Um Yeah,
1: yeah, let's do the top 5. Yeah, let's
0: r- let's run through the top 5 cuz we're we're getting close to the end here and uh man, this this flew by, man. This is crazy. Yeah. But uh let, we
1: didn't uh, even talk about Pepper
0: i know <laughs> we'll have to well you can come back again anytime man it's it's, yeah. it's not a big deal it's not like we will never talk again after this um people have figured out i'm not worried about it but uh, let's go we're, what we're talking about tonight is a uh, top five uh underground comics or uh, comedians yeah. so uh pepper we're gonna let you go first what's your number five for underground comedians
2: all right, this week on Open Micros, we're doing our Matt Rushmore of Underground Comedians. My number five, it's Matt Rushmore plus one. My number five of my Matt Rushmore plus one of Underground Comedians is Brian Holtzman, the king of the comedy store, the king of late night, the most offensive man on the planet, <laughs> Brian Holtzman. Check out Dead Air with Brian Holtzman on wherever you get podcasts. Awesome.
1: Yeah, I've never heard of that guy before, but if he's if he's offensive, I'll, I love him. All
0: right, guys. So I'm gonna switch us back like to the, to it. I'm gonna switch us back to the south because you guys are getting crunchy for me. Hold on, just one moment. All right, can you guys yeah, hear me? Yo, yo. Okay, we're back. We're good. There's a lot of feedback coming through on your uh, computer, Jason. Or at least there was. There was. I don't know what the hell's going yo, on. Yeah, I
1: got. Like me and Pepper like were coming through on your end. Huh,
0: that's probably just Yeah, coming I started through hearing my... a weird echo when I start yelling. That's weird. It's probably the, the server that we were on. Discord's been having problems lately. But uh Jacob, what's your number five underground comics?
1: Okay, my number five. There it is again, goddammit.
0: <laughs> I I don't know what that is. I, hear
1: it. I don't know. Can you do you need to turn us down?
0: Uh maybe. Hold on. I'll p- I'll turn you down on my headphones.
2: I'll turn my phones down just in case.
0: <clears clears throat> Alright.
1: Because I don't want to ah! like, you know, have the back half of the show fucking be just echoes for everybody.
2: Yeah, I don't have any more echo. Ah
1: <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think we're, we're good. good. So my number five is a guy that I had a chance to meet. I didn't meet him because we uh we were we were doing shows at the at the same time, actually, is uh, is Andrew Rivers. He came down here and he he headlined at the Kraken. He headlined at OK Bike Shop. And and both of those nights, I had a different show somewhere else. So I never got to see him. Mm -hmm. But I looked him up on YouTube and I'm a fan, dude. Like our comedy styles are actually really fucking similar. Like that's the first comic I've ever watched. And I'm like, hey, he kind of does what I do a little bit.
2: So his name's Andrew Rivers.
1: Yeah, I'm really into that guy. He uh, he knows he knows your man Mark Normand. He
0: does uh, some mics that. with him. All right, so my number five is uh, I can. He's the comedian that I love, that me and Jacob both love, and I can never remember his damn name. He's from Mobile, Bill Alabama. Bill Randy. Bill Randy. Holy crap! One of the funniest dudes I've ever seen in my entire life. The dude. How would you describe his comedy, Jacob? Because I want to get him on the show. I really want to get him on this show.
1: Yeah, right now he's supposed to be our first uh, guest for the week of September. Okay. Uh, if our celebrity guest for next week doesn't confirm with me, then we'll have on Bill next week. Okay. But uh, I would Don't describe his,
2: that. That's disrespectful.
1: Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> he, he doesn't watch our show. All right. Fuck you, Bill. But, Yeah, fuck you, Bill. He, uh, (laughs) I would describe his comedy as just delightfully ignorant.
0: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. That's that's. I I would say that's that describes it perfectly.
2: And he's a mobile guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he comes to the open mics. He doesn't talk to anybody. He signs up, goes up and does his five minutes. And then immediately like walks off the stage and leaves. I've never talked like to the stuff. dude in person, and his comedy is just like he he reads out of a book, but they're not jokes. they're just like these random observations that make no sense like he'll just be like like look in his book and he'll just like my favorite one, and it's he doesn't even say anything he like he's flipping through his book and he looks and he he laughs. And then he cha- He turns the page. <laughs> like,
1: what was that? <laughs> like, that for him for later. Yeah. That's
2: actually pretty funny, dude.
0: He's awesome. I can't wait to get him on the show. He's my favorite.
2: I wouldn't... Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it Especially with, like, open mic guys like that, I really wonder, like, how much of it is unintentional versus yeah. intentional. Because there's... I know a lot of people that are no you're fine that are like unintentionally hilarious and those are probably the most funny people i know they have no idea how or why they're funny but i swear to god if they could figure out what the fuck they were doing and (laughs) lean into it i mean they would sell a netflix special next year
0: well i think he's figured out what makes him funny and that's it just the way he is is what's funny and he like i said he he doesn't write jokes. He just writes these weird little observations and it's like his facial expressions, the way he says Can you give it. Give me an example of one. Like what yeah, was, was yeah he, what's the one where he like looks and he's like hey, What what do you think about tigers? Those are pretty weird, right? <laughs> You're just like and then just turns the page. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> He'll be like So what about
1: tigers? Like why did do, why do we let them exist?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and you're just I me, like, them. and me and Jacob are back in the back of the room just howling, laughing. And then nobody else in the crowd's getting it. Like the normal, just yeah. regular cut, people are just like, oh what is this? And me and Jacob are just yeah. back there just like, <laughs> like I, ha- dying. I had a guy
2: like that in our high school. There was a guy, oh, I don't remember his name now, but he was blind. Like he was completely blind since birth. That's and, hilarious. Um, yeah, so we're on, yeah, good start so far. So <laughs> I had a couple of classes with him, and um, a lot of people just kind of ignored him and like didn't really listen to you know stuff that he did or said, but I realized pretty early on in that school year that this guy was a fucking comedian, hmm. and he was always going for laughs. So I mean, he would you know, he would just say off-handed shit. And it, I would just crack up. The one that got me kicked out of class was we were doing stuff on the overhead projector, and our teacher was had a sheet up there, and she's like, All right, is everybody done with this one? I'm about to take it down. He raised his hand. He's like, uh, uh, Miss Brand, uh, I didn't get a chance to see that. And nobody else got it. And I, I was inconsolable, dude. Like, I was on the floor. Like, they, I, I, she literally told me, "Is like, Pepper, you're going to have to go outside. You're, you're, you know, you're, uh, uh, distracting everybody else. Oh, and dude. I could not stop.
0: It. Let me tell you a story about when I got kicked out of, uh, class. Do you remember taking the, the, uh, I think it was the Ass bab,
1: uh, yeah. Yeah. Back yeah. in what?
0: 11th grade. And, um, I was in English, I was in my English class taking the vab. And it was a really, it had been one of those like late in the school year around May. And it had been raining for days. And the, like where my English class was, right outside the window, was the trailers for ROTC. Yep. And it was just, it, and there was no like pavement out there. It was just all like dirt and mud and just looked like it just shit. You know, it like it had been raining for days. And I'm sitting there taking my ASVAB and I'm the only one who's got the window open by my desk and I can see out like I can just see right out that window. You know those weird windows that like open up like like kind of like yep. fold them down. And I'm sitting there taking the ass and We're all supposed to be quiet. We're in the, we're in the class all day taking this test. And I look out it's raining and I see this chick in full ROTC like full dress, you know, like dress like ROTC uniform comes stumbling out of the uh, the ROTC trailer fucking lands in the mud at face first and on her hands and knees and starts throwing up everywhere oh, and i start on. laughing hysterically in class so bad that my teacher made me leave and go sit out in the hallway until i till i could compose myself
2: that's so good
0: i and i, it, I I'd still to this was- day don't know what happened if there is a God, God
2: did that just for you. You're the <laughs> only one that could experience that besides
0: her. Because I just start How, cracking up laughing, and no, nope, all the windows, all the blinds were down. The rest, you know, the whole length of the wall. So I'm the only one that saw it, and I'm like dying laughing at this poor girl that's like laying in the mud, vomiting all over herself. <laughs>
2: God, our God is an awesome God, man. So let's chat yeah, about that.
0: <laughs> what's your number four underground comedian?
2: My number four is a guy that you guys are probably familiar with. Um, he would definitely come on this show if you ask him. Um, Mark Viola. Viola. Whichever <laughs> yeah. one he prefers. Um, the, <laughs> I can't say that. Um, he has been on Rushmore Podcast. He's an incredible comedian. The is just a hustler. He's an absolute hustler. He will play any show that you give him as long as you pay him and – there's I mean, I guarantee you if even if, if, if you booked him at a uh a Jersey Mike's and gave him a fork for a microphone and just told him <laughs> to stand on the fucking table and do stand up, he would, and real quick, he would do well. Like I've seen I've seen him in very different rooms just do well. That's yeah. what he fucking does. He gets on the road and he does well. He's a great guy. And he yeah. has taught me a lot about uh business and that whole side of it too. He's a great resource.
1: Yeah, I mean, his biggest accolade is probably having the great Jacob Craig open for him, though. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. That is big.
1: You yeah, know, I didn't see yeah. that
2: in his bio, but um <laughs> probably just because he didn't want to brag about it. He yeah. didn't want to seem like. He was
1: yeah, bloody, yeah you, know, you know. Yeah, like brown nosed or anything, you know? So, so yeah. what about you?
2: That's probably the se- my second favorite thing about him is how humble he is.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Almost like Jacob Craig, just mm-hmm. slightly less humble.
0: <laughs> So what about you, Jacob? What's your number four?
1: So my number four, uh, this is where we get into the more mainstream people on my list, uh, is Chris Stefano, Chrissy D.
2: Chrissy uh-huh. D, king gay.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Right wing lean for ladder 14.
1: That's right, baby. I love Chris Stefano. He's underground to me because he uh, he hasn't gotten that big break on Netflix or anything, even though he does sets of the Comedy Cellar all the time and has like a big podcast. And he's just, like, really fucking funny. Like, you expect him to do a bunch of bro jokes, and then he'll go up and talk about how he wants to fuck, like, this one dude audience member for, like, 30 minutes.
0: <laughs> it's what it is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it is what it is. It's what it is.
0: Um, see, for my number four um, is a guy that I, <laughs> we're going to get him on this show, and we're supposed to rebook him down here, because I was actually supposed to open for him at the Kraken before COVID destroyed everything down here. But Brent Terhune, I don't know if you follow him on uh, Twitter or uh, Instagram, he puts up some of the funniest like right-wing uh, parody stuff I've ever seen to the point where people don't know that hes he's so ridiculous that people think he's being serious. And yeah. it, it's you know like all of us that follow him, especially on Twitter, when people retweet him and they're just like "what an idiot" and all this stuff, and we're like, who wants to tell them? <laughs>
2: What's his name again? That dude sounds super familiar.
0: Brent Terhune, T E R H U N E.
1: Yeah, he's the guy that like wears the maga hat and does everything from his truck.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like making
1: fun of the guys who actually
0: do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I know
2: exactly. That's yeah. why it was familiar because I know exactly who the fuck you're talking dude's about. Dude's
0: awesome. So what about you, uh, Pepper? What's your number three?
2: My number three on my Matt Rushmore plus one of underground comedians is Jeff Danis, half of the incredible comedy duo Danish and O'Neill. Um, if anybody wants to uh, get into a really awesome podcast, they do a podcast called the Danish and O'Neill podcast, and they also do a podcast called Beach Cops, and they just released. I know everybody, everybody's been waiting for this for a long time. They just released Good Cop, Horse Cop on their Patreon. So everybody go check that out now. Animated series, Good Hop, Good Cop, Horse Cop. Um, it's incredible. But yeah, Jeff Danis, um, boy from Massachusetts. Uh, like I said, half of Danish and O'Neill uh, does spots at the comedy store for like 12 fucking years. He's just an incredible comic.
0: Yeah. And people, he doesn't get enough respect. So what about you, Jacob? What's your number three?
1: My number three is Mr. HPV, Joe List.
0: Ooh, Joe List.
1: Yeah, Mark Norman's buddy, his podcast partner. Uh, he doesn't get nearly as much recognition as Mark Norman does. Uh, he has like a 30-minute special on Netflix. Just came out. Yeah, it did. And uh, yeah, I mean, he's just like he's been on like the jRE and and shit like that but as far as stand-up goes he hasn't gotten where he's going to be yet you know what I'm saying
0: yeah he's definitely one of my favorite queefs out there yeah um for my number three is I'm gonna kind of cheat on this one a little bit it's one of my favorite podcasts and it's two internet personalities and they have put out comedy albums together yeah. uh, but no, it's right. the <laughs> night it's the night attack podcast with justin robert young and uh brian brushwood and they are two of the funniest just they've been podcasting together for so long that you know they've been together for like 10 12 years now so it's just they're the way they play off each other and they just know like they did you know they they do what's called like uh you know Comedy Trust Falls, where they'll do something that they know is not funny, but the other person will just take it and make it funny. And they call that a, a comedy trust fall. They do that kind of stuff all the time. But it's it's a great podcast to listen to, a comedy podcast to listen to. Hell yeah. So what about you, Pepper? What's your number two?
2: My number two is the incredible, incomparable, ass kicker himself, Ryan O'Neill. The other half of Danish and O'Neal, this man recently got shot at with a pistol from 10 feet away the guy either missed or we just found out that ryan o'neill is impervious to bullets either way he is number
0: two on my mount
2: rushmore of underground comedians
0: that's crazy
2: yeah yeah he was walking the streets of la and some some guy was basically like hey can i borrow a lighter and he was like i don't have one man and um the guy started running at him and he didn't have anything in his pocket but a switchblade and a can of pepper spray. He started pepper spraying the dude, and the dude just kind of went pop, 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 and emptied an entire fucking clip. Jeez! Uh, turned, like forty cops showed up to look for the guy, never found him. Blah 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 blah.
0: <laughs> wonder if he had blanks, <laughs> or he's just you know a what? Bad I just shot. realized
2: everybody on my list besides Brian Holtzman has been a guest on Rushmore podcast. Oh, didn't yeah. even mean for that to happen. <laughs>
0: Hey,
1: that means you got to get Brian yeah. Holtzman to complete the uh, the pentafecta. That is right.
2: We could. We probably could.
0: Yeah.
1: Probably, man.
0: I, well, we couldn't. A... Yeah. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> we get the bottom of the barrel like Pepper. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Mark Simmons. Yeah. Uh, so, what about you, Jacob? What's your number two?
1: My number two is quite possibly my current favorite comedian. His name is Mr. Sam Morrell. Sam Morell. So if you don't know who he is, he was in The Joker, 2019's Joker. He um he's who Arthur followed when he Uh, did stand up comedy.
0: Okay. And he has
1: a um a special on Comedy Central and he does spots at the Comedy Cellar. All the people on my list except for Andrew Rivers are from the Comedy Cellar, I just realized. So (laughs) that kind of shows my
2: three lines.
1: Yeah, that shows
0: my bias a little bit. The only
1: downside about Sam Morello is that he's friends with Amy Schumer, but his comedy's good, actually. Mm-hmm.
0: Gross, dude. Right, so for my number two, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of this guy. He's a clean comic, but he's really Gross. funny. Uh, his name's Zoltan. He, uh... Does a lot of
1: uh, uh, I've heard of Zoltan. He's got a I lot.
0: Uh, he does a lot of stuff on YouTube. Like he's got, a, uh, I think he's got like an hour long special on YouTube that you can go watch. Um, he's got a lot of clips on YouTube that you can watch. But dude is funny as hell, and uh, I would definitely uh, say go check him out. So Pepper
2: is that his uh, government name?
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's what he goes by, Zoltan.
1: That's his immigrant right, my name. Number. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ooh,
2: my number one is—he's opened up for Tom Segura. Okay,
0: mm-hmm.
2: he's opened okay. up for Doug Stanhope. He has been a guest on the Rushmore podcast. He has performed in Biloxi, Mississippi. His
1: name—no,
2: <laughs> his name is Carlos Valencia. That uh... is my number one.
1: Right. Oh, okay. One
2: more plus one of underground comedians. The dude is incredible, and vi- man, I've never seen. No, oh, no, I probably have. But he makes you so uncomfortable on, when he's on stage. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I think it might be the fact that you know that he could. He has the ability to say something in his next sentence that could turn the room into a fucking war zone. Yeah, <laughs> like he just—he's one of those guys.
0: So what about yeah, I've you? I've heard of
1: that
0: guy. What about you, Jacob? What's your number one underground comedian?
1: My number one underground comedian is the least underground comedian on this list. It's Mark Normand. Mm. Not
2: underground. Out to lunch is almost up to three million views on YouTube.
1: <laughs> exactly, but you know what? You know what, Pepper? It's on YouTube. Yeah. It ain't on Dude. Netflix, son.
2: I, I almost guarantee you he has made more money from out to lunch and the the other few things that he's done uh than he would I don't know I don't know how Netflix works actually I should shut up
1: yeah Netflix <laughs> Netflix deals are pretty fucking lucrative man I don't know yeah, I guess but I the thing is, he's underground in the fact that the the normal comedy fan walking around doesn't know who the fuck Mark Norman is. Like, yeah. Mark Norman opens for Burt Kreischer, and everyone's like, oh, the machine! But they're not like, oh, Mark Norman, you know? Yeah. Even though Mark Norman's a better comedian than Burt Kreischer, I probably
2: agree. by far. I agree a hundred times with that. Yeah. Mark Norman is probably one of the top five best joke writers alive right now. I'll say. That. I
1: agree with that. Yeah, he's an amazing comic, and uh, our very first guest, Krangus Gillespie, uh, is a personal friend of Mark Norman's and opened for him and hosted a show he was on while they were in New Orleans together. Uh-huh. So Mark Norman's weird because he two degrees of separation.
2: Like he'll he'll uh, uh, so Thomas, my co-host, um, whenever we have asked him about being on the podcast, Mark just sent him his number and was like, "Call me." <laughs> Call me. I'll, I'll talk to you. And so Thomas ended up talking to him for like thirty minutes. And he is—he's texted Thomas about stuff before. And wow, I know he—he's done that with other people that are like fucking complete nobodies too. It's just like it's super nice. Like he's an amazing fucking guy. But it's just—it's weird that he'll like text people that he barely fucking knows and like ask them about stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs>
1: That's probably the comedian brain of his. He's like, this could be a funny story.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess comedian is another way you could say autistic. Sure.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, for my number All right, Jason, one, what's your number one? Uh, y'all might make fun of me for this, but he's the ultimate underground comedian because he changed comedy for, for me especially. Like one of my biggest influences, and he's no longer around. But Bill Hicks. I mean, he's still. All right. You know, I, I. You know, I know that, that we all know that who he is, but if you g- walk up to just some random person, and be like, "Who's Bill Hicks?" They'll have no idea. So I would still consider Bill Hicks to be an underground comedian because he never quite got the uh, level of fame that he deserved.
2: I don't know if he ever got out of Houston, really.
0: Well, he did. I mean, you know, he he was on the like the late um, what was the David Letterman, and I think he yeah. was on the Tonight Show. But he never kind of really broke that barrier, you know, to be like a a household name. He never really
2: left Houston. He never like moved to LA or New York. No, yeah, like an acting career or anything like that.
0: Yeah, he stayed uh, around Houston, did the open mics and stuff around there. There's a lot of footage of him uh, uh, taking care of hecklers, like at the, you know, at the open mics, because he'd be drunk as shit. Just up on stage rambling, and people are like, "This is not funny." And he's just like, "Fuck you, get out!" And it's like, "Whoa, this dude's uh, don't mess with him."
2: <laughs> yeah, I man, he he was a preacher, so I mean, his his stage presence was fucking next level.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the thing is, like, I, he just died too young, man. If he'd have been around for, because he was, I think he was just getting to the point where his uh his style of comedy would have hit pretty hard mainstream if he'd have been given yeah. the chance but like i said he you know got pancreatic cancer and he was dead in like 3 months so he just yeah. never got that chance yeah.
1: That's our up. lord
0: our lord jesus christ works in mysterious ways <laughs> but that was uh that was the show fellas uh pepper dude it was awesome I'm sorry we had to bump yeah, you. Man. You were supposed to be on like episode like eight or something, but we had we had to bump you. And uh, oh, it's all good, man. But it worked
2: we, out. Hey, it worked out perfectly because I have nothing to do <laughs> right now. Well, so. we
0: definitely want to have you back, man, because uh, you're you know you're great to talk to, and uh, you know you're local podcaster, and we all have this kinship with one another, you know. So we all help. We all try to push one another and everything. So it's you know it's nice having you on.
2: Anytime man, I'll talk about anything other than fucking movies and comic books and video games yeah. and shit shit like that. <clears throat> I don't know anything about that shit.
0: Well tell everybody yeah, uh nerd shit. Tell everybody yeah. where um where they can find all your stuff online, man.
2: Go uh check out Rushmore Podcast. Literally anywhere you can get a podcast. Uh we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts. Go follow us on Twitter at Rushmore Podcast. Go follow us on Instagram the same name, Facebook. Um Blah, blah, blah. Uh, breaking news, guys. I don't know if uh, if you guys have heard. This just popped up on my phone. Uh, the Timberwolves got the number one pick in the 2020 NBA draft. And uh, I just remembered that basketball existed. I had no idea for like the past six months. Yeah. <laughs> what a stupid sport.
0: Dude. All right, that's it football is gonna be interesting this year i'm just gonna say that
2: baseball is fucking weird yeah Yeah, it's all gonna be interesting the only sport that hasn't really suffered is nascar because nobody's watching before nobody's watching (laughs) now and who gives a fuck
1: mma has fucking improved with no crowd you can hear every shot and the smaller cage yeah that's what hey
2: Next time I come on, let's do something MMA-related.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah, let's do an MMA bonus episode for our next yeah. uh, next right. month's Patreon. I'm down yeah, for that. let's do that, dude.
0: So what about you, Jacob? you want to plug anything before we go? I don't know if we <laughs> have any shows coming up or anything.
1: Um, <clears throat> I do have a show coming up, but I'll talk about that uh, closer to the date. What yeah. I want to know is everyone in the chat right now, if you want to email us at openmicrospodcast at gmail.com, we just reached 500 followers on Facebook, and yes. I want to do something a little sweet for you guys. So if you guys want to send us an email and say some, something you want us to do for, for our fans, uh, let us know, and we'll try to get it done.
0: And don't forget, we have a Patreon now, too. Patreon.com slash OMPodcast. Uh, Derek Diamond, got to give him a shout-out. He was our very first uh, Patreon supporter. And um, so go join Derek and be a Patreon supporter of this show. You'll help uh, keep the lights on here. You'll help us pay for server costs every month. And if you do that, then we won't have to have ads where assholes make us read Shakespeare for two minutes before the show starts. <laughs> so please head over to uh, patreon.com slash and I think that's gonna do it. But if you like like Jacob said, if you want to email us, it's openmikerspodcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter. Oh op- at OpenMicers on Twitter, and just look up OpenMicers on Facebook. So we will see you guys next Tuesday. Or Thursday! My damn days are off.